You're listening to the One Minute Writing Tip, a podcast that gives you tips on how to overcome writer's block, overwhelm, and self-doubt, learn how to accomplish your God-given book idea, even if you're a busy mompreneur, confidently publish to bestseller, and use your book as a tool for impact and for purpose. We have a variety of episodes with interviews from best-selling authors in the industry, experts who have tools and tricks to help you succeed, and of course, recommendations from me, your host, Caitlin Silva. You can find even more resources on wewritebooks.com where you can also take advantage of your complimentary bestseller assessment to get a step-by-step roadmap to accomplish your bestseller and beyond. So let's get into today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the One Minute Writing Tip Podcast. I am so excited for today's author guest. I'm talking to Pamela Wade. Pamela is an armor-wearing, fruit-bearing, truth-sharing Jesus freak. She's a fantasy-turned-faith-based author who is married to her high school sweetheart, and she's a boy mama of three. Books were always a safe space for her growing up, and she also wants to share and give that space to others now as well as point them to the source of our safety and salvation, Jesus Christ. Writing is a family affair in her house. Her boys have helped in writing and publishing two children's books, and they also enjoy writing their own short stories. She and her husband, who's also a pastor, have two devotionals in the works, and she's also published a fantasy-turned-faith-based trilogy, which she is working on a spinoff for, she's really excited about, and she hopes to publish the first in that later this year. She loves all things books and creativity, and she hopes to encourage that love in others around her. Pamela, thank you so much for joining me. I'm truly excited to have you. Thank you for having me. So will you just start off by sharing about your journey and how you got to where you are today with your books and everything that you're doing? Absolutely. So I've always known that I wanted to be an author. Um, Gosh, I was in elementary school, first or second grade, whenever we had our first just little short writing assignment. And it just, it filled my soul. I loved it immediately. And I would tell everybody when I grow up, I'm going to be a writer. And somewhere along the way, the world fought back and they said, that's not lucrative. That's not ideal. You can't make a living from that. You have to do something that's going to bring in money. That's just a fantasy. And I believed it. I listened to all of those voices. And between high school and college, I stopped writing. I ended up pursuing a degree in art. I majored with photography as my focus. And that was my new goal was to be a photographer and try that. But that wasn't the calling that God put on my life. Um, I do still pursue photography just as like a hobby. But writing is what he made me to do. And as you mentioned in my bio, books were a safe space for me growing up. Anytime there were fights in the family or anything uncomfortable, like I knew that I could find a corner, find a book and just escape. And I didn't know until later in life that Jesus is the safe space to seek. And so my goal now is to reach those who may be in situations like I was growing up where they need to find a safe space even when they can't physically escape 
and to give them that place, but then ultimately point them to the truth of Jesus, because I needed that truth a lot earlier than I had it. And when I was 16, my sister passed away. Um, she was at college and it was a suicide. And it actually, it took me several years to even accept that. But I was, it was in 2004 when she passed away. So 10 years later, it was 2014 when I finally started writing again. And it was just so crazy because I was in bed one night and the idea had just come to me just to write. Like, I just want to write again. And I had walked away from God at this point in my life. I was angry. I was scared. I was upset. I didn't know how to grieve. I blamed him for taking my sister, all of the things. And this idea to write, I, I just had this vivid idea for the first line of the story. And I was like, well, I haven't written in a long time, but I would like to do it. So when I sat down to start, that was my goal was to write about my sister as a way to grieve, to process that, which I had found other ways in college. I had um, an art project that I did for my senior show. I had written papers, things like that, that had helped. And so I knew I wanted to do this, but fantasy was always one of my favorite genres. So my goal was to bring her back, so to speak, in my book. And I still, I, gosh, it took three years for me to complete the first book. And I still hadn't rekindled my relationship with God yet until the very next year my husband actually suffered from migraines and lost his job because of so much time being out of work. We had to move back home and he started commercial fishing with his dad again, but his mom was the cornerstone of faith that we needed to see in our lives. She got us back in church and stubbornly and resistantly, I went and I listened and I just felt like I had to prove her wrong. Like everything that she believed, it wasn't true. And so I started reading my Bible from a skeptical perspective. And I started in Matthew and I didn't even make it through the whole book of Matthew before Jesus was like, hi, remember me? And it just, I mean, I, I broke, I shattered in a good way so that he could put me back together in the right way. Um, I was actually in the middle of my second book in my trilogy whenever that happened. And I felt at first like I should unpublish my first book because it's fantasy, it's dragons and fairies. And I was like, oh, well, that's not God and that's not Jesus. And so maybe I should unpublish that. And I had um, an elder in the church, uh, one of my closest elderly women that I've talked to, she told me, she said, no, she said, keep it because you don't know who you can reach and that'll lead them there. She said, just start where you're at and go forward. And so I did. And I actually, um, I have a verse, Proverbs 16, three, it's commit your works to the Lord and he will establish your plans. And that 
I did that and I have seen just an abundance of mercy and blessing and love from him just since then. Um, it was 2018 whenever I started working on the second book and my mother-in-law passed away that summer and I was pulled so much closer to the Lord after her passing because of her unshakable faith. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to have that same faith. And so I started seeking him more and more. And my husband surrendered to preach that year. And at first I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know if we can do that. There's a lot of expectations. And I was like, but if, you know, God's calling you to it, I can't say no to God, you know? So, okay, we're along for the ride. And it's just been the more we obey him, the more we answer his calls, the more we seek him, he shows up. I mean, not that he wasn't already here, but I just see him so much. And in my writing specifically, it's been such a blessing because from a little girl who was told not to pursue that dream, that that's not a, an ideal choice not to do that. It's not going to make money. Well, one thing I've learned is this world is not about money. Money is temporary. It comes and it goes. And ultimately it belongs to the Lord and he can give and he can take it away as he pleases, no matter what you do. And so I started writing for him, not for the money, not for the likes and follows and reviews, just for him, whatever he's placed in my heart. And I've completed that first trilogy and I am actually wrapping up the first in the spinoff series as we speak. And I have written a devotional with my husband and we're working on a second one. And it's just all of these ideas and another spiritual warfare book. And I'm just, I look at my life. I look back and I'm like in awe because I couldn't believe even five years ago that God could do so much in my life that he could use me just from one act of obedience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you and you shared, you know, such a um, so many good points and so many golden nuggets. Uh, just in sharing your testimony and your story and the way that everything, everything that happened in your life that turned you away from God and that hurt you and that the that the enemy meant for evil, ultimately God meant it for good and He used it in your life in order to ultimately put you back toward pull you back toward Him but in a way that you absolutely didn't expect. And I hope that for the listeners that are listening, that especially maybe those who are kind of in a dark place or have experienced some more challenging things, that that's an encouragement to them just hearing your story and how, you know, sometimes bad things happen and tragedies happen and we just don't fully understand why. And maybe we never will understand why, um, until, you know, the day we can like be face to face and ask, you know, God and, and ask him like, why did that happen? But at the same time, there's such, there's such peace and joy in coming to a place of being in the Lord and just resting in him and just surrendering to him and trusting him because, you know, then he gives you that peace that passes understanding. And so you shared such a beautiful testimony. And I love what you shared about 
how you just write for him and you just let him lead and him guide. And ultimately it's, it's, that's what it's about. It's about pursuing the calling that he's given you and letting him lead in that. And there's, there's an immense blessing in that far beyond like, you know, what, what the world might say is, is blessed or whatever. So, uh, so I love that you shared that. And so I know that you also do a lot of art and uh, creativity and that you actually custom make uh images and designs for your covers and all that so i'd love to hear more about that from you and you know just share about you know your ideas and your inspiration and just how you've integrated that aspect of creativity into being an author as well yeah um so first i want to say um i have this belief that we all are meant to be creative we're all creators because we're made in the image of the creator And that's actually a little nod to our devotional. But uh, for my covers, the trilogy that I did, I actually started off using my photography skills. Uh, Composite photography was something I fell in love with in college. It's just endless possibilities. I mean, if you know what you're doing and if you have the time, you can create anything. And I mean, there's so much that I haven't even touch the surface on. And so I'm always learning and growing in that as well. But also now with the spinoff series, I challenged myself, pushing myself a little harder. Instead of staying in my comfort zone of photography, I'm actually doing um, watercolor paintings. Uh, My son came home one day from school and said, mama, can we get watercolor pencils? Because we used them in art and I love them. And I had never even heard of watercolor pencils. And so I was like, well, let me look it up. Sure. You know, so we did. And I am in love. Watercolors are something I struggled with in art because I I like to have control. And that's something that God is constantly testing and pushing me because I don't have control. He has control. But that illusion of control is something that I can halfway keep with the watercolor pencils because I draw them and then paint. And so it helps me a little bit, but it's actually just another way for me to express what's inside and get that out in a way for others to see. And I'm often surprised in a wonderful way by the ways that he works through me. Because if I were to sit down and try to draw something and just sit down and draw, I couldn't do it. It would look worse than my seven-year-old's drawing. And I mean, he's a pretty good artist, but it wouldn't be that great for mine. And I pray before I sit down to paint or draw or work on the computer because I know it's not about my skills and what I can do. It's about him working through me, even in that. And so I just ask him, I'm like, Holy Spirit, just guide my hands, just guide my heart in this, whatever the image is, just help me to transfer that onto the paper or the computer so that it can be portrayed as it's supposed to be. And I actually considered outsourcing my covers, but it was so hard because I have this image in my head of exactly how it looks. And so I was like, all right, God, you just let me know what to do. If I can do it myself, 
you work through me and it happens, then that's the route I'll take. And if I can't, okay, I'll take that as my answer and we'll know what to do. And so I sit down and I start working and I just kind of zone out. Like I go into this really peaceful place and I don't even realize what, what is happening while I'm working until it's time to stop. And then I go back and I'm like, oh, wow, that actually looks pretty good. (laughs) And it's the same with my writing. Like I'll go back and that's how I know it's Holy Spirit. It's all God. It's not me. And so I just, I thank him and I praise him again for using me in another way, you know, through that, just working it all together to be able to get it out there for his glory. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I love so much of what you shared, like, you know, like how we have as humans, we have that desire to have control. And it's like this constant struggle, right? Between, between like God's sovereignty and us having, you know, wanting to have autonomy and that's kind of the whole point and is like one of those dynamics of the relationship with God is God gave us free will, but, and because of perfect love and he, but because he wants us to choose him and he wants us to like trust him. And so it's like this opportunity. He's like, so are you going to do it or not? You know, <laughs> we have to, we have to learn through that. And it's, 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 you know, painful, but also beautiful and, you know, definitely part of growth in him. And I love what you shared about the watercolor color pencils and how he led you and guided you in, you know, painting and pursuing and drawing. Um, I loved so much of what you shared there. And I think that's such a good point too for listeners that are maybe, you know, have multi-skills or multi-areas of knowledge. And they're just wondering like, how should I pursue this? It's so important to start from that place of prayer and take a leap of faith and trust that he's guiding you through that process. And I love the proverb that you shared on that because it's so true. We make plans, but the Lord's the one who really ultimately guides how everything turns out, right? And um, and even through, you know, more challenging things, you know, we can still know that God is good because God is not the one who uh, forces anything, right? He gives people the opportunity to make choices and humans, you know, sometimes make bad choices, but we can still trust him to use that um, you know, for good in our lives, whether it be for helping other people or, or whatever that is like you're doing now. And so, yeah, I just love so much of what you shared. And, and I can personally attest for our listeners that the art definitely looks amazing. I love how it turns out. It looks beautiful. And, you know, I think that that's such a blessing as well to be able to do that and integrate that and take that image in your mind and really, um, use the skills and the creativity that the Lord has given you. Uh, to create that, you know, in your books and in your covers. And, you know, it, it really looks amazing. So I have, I want to ask you, um, what tips would you offer our listeners who are aspiring authors and who've been struggling for a long time and they, they had that dream, maybe like you did when you were little, but, you know, they've had naysayers or they had a lot of self doubt or they just really struggled with being able to pursue it and finally actually become an author and finish their book and all of those pursuits, what would be your tips for them? Um, I have a few. My first would absolutely be to commit your work to the Lord. Uh, Pray to him and make sure that what you're doing is God led. Make sure that it's his will and you're not just forcing it and pushing it. And if it's something that's, that you are passionate about, that you care about, God cares. And so he's going to answer you in that. Um, also I would say to be intentional about it. Uh, like I said, my first book, it took me three years, 
My second book took two years and my third book took one year. Uh, the difference was accountability and intentionality in those writings. Uh, how much time I made for myself, how much drive I gave myself in that. Whenever I said, no, I need to do this. I've got to get it done. And not just a like a pressure, but I have 10 minutes today. I can write or I can work on this cover. Yesterday, I ended up getting a whole book formatted and the base of the cover together throughout the day just by five to 10 minute segments scattered throughout the day between taking care of baby and the rest of the family. It's possible. I will say Luke 137 is my life verse for nothing shall be impossible with God. If you're doing it with God by your side, you can do it and you will do it. Um, I also want to say one of my favorite tools for writing and I learned this from you, Caitlin, a few years ago was the brain dump to be able just to get everything out on paper, just anything in your mind, write it down. Don't worry about organizing it until after you get it out and then go back because that was something that I think held me back or made a little slower for me in the first books because I was trying to make it all perfect, all in the right order in that writing process instead of just getting it out and then organizing and mapping it out. And that made such a difference for that third book as well there. Um, don't, I heard this phrase, progress over perfection um, at a Celebrate Recovery meeting years ago. And that's something that I often keep present is progress over perfection because even though the Bible tells us in a few places to strive for perfection, it's talking about perfection through Jesus. On our own, we'll never be perfect. And our perfection that we are supposed to strive for is not even small things, earthly things. You know, it's the loving of others and the way that Jesus was perfect. So don't beat yourself up if it's not mistake free or grammatically perfect. Like, my, I go back over mine again and again and again, and it's still, I find mistakes and I've learned to give myself grace. That is something a dear friend of mine told me last year. Yeah. Last year, give yourself grace. And I had never heard that before. And it just, it resonated with me so much. I tried to remind myself often just to give myself grace. It's okay to have little buffers here and there. Remember the goal. The goal is God. The goal is Jesus and his great commission. And as long as you're fulfilling that goal and you're honoring and glorifying him, keep moving forward. And if you're not, pivot and keep moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um you I love everything that you shared and um those are such great tips. And, and ultimately, um, a lot of what you shared is more mind battle, right? And like spiritual battle. It's it's really just making sure that you're approaching it from the right place and making sure that your roots are in the right place, like starting from the right foundation of, you know, am I inviting the Lord into this? Am I starting from a place of, you know, Lord, help me through this. And I love you, what you said about, you know, that look, that verse from Luke. It's so true. It's similar to what Paul said. You know, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And 
of course, in context, he's talking about, you know, going through all kinds of trials. But ultimately, a lot of the things that you apply into writing also are life principles as well. You can bring those principles into writing and you use them, you know, the same way. And so, yeah, what you shared is so true. And, um, and I hope for our listeners that you take them to heart and you implement because there is so much truth there. Um, you know, whether it be accountability and making sure you have that in the right place, someone who can hold you accountable that also loves the Lord and can encourage you in scriptures and prayer. Um, or, you know, if it's intentionality or if it's, you know, making sure you have the right tools and tactics and techniques, uh, you know, like brain dumping and organizing and, um, and just all the things you shared are so great. So if for our listeners, if they're listening and they're thinking, wow, that sounds amazing. I would love to read more or learn more or just, um, you know, get more connected with Pamela and, and her work. How can they do that? How can they connect and learn more about you? Um, the place I show up the most is on my Facebook page. And uh, that's facebook.com slash Pamela Wade book lady. Uh, the books are available on Amazon. Uh, they are available Kindle, paperback and hardback. And um, my email is camelawaythebooklady at gmail.com. Awesome. So uh, for our listeners, I will also make sure I include the description uh, or the details in the description and the links for you guys to check out Kamala and her books, of course. And of course, if you enjoy reading and you want to experience more faith-based stories, do go and check out Kamala and her books. So Kamala, thank you again for joining me on the podcast. It was really great to have you. Thank you. So for all my listeners, thank you also for tuning in. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure you leave a review and give some comments below. And I hope to see you on the next one. Thanks so much for tuning in to the One Minute Writing Tip podcast. If you're craving a community of writers and a place where you can have regular accountability and be able to celebrate what you're accomplishing and just have that community support to reach your goals and continue to make that progress, I'd like to invite you to the Writers Club. It's a free Facebook group. You can go to facebook.com slash groups slash Writers Club membership. And I'd love to have you in there. There's additional training and resources for you as an author. And I can't wait to further connect and celebrate your book. Don't forget to like and comment below the episode. And I look forward to seeing you on the next one.